right, so we talking about Jesus. Would you say that you're more... Mm, would you say that you're more religious or spiritual? Spiritual. What about you guys? Why, wait, why do you say that you're spirit, more spiritual than religious? And what draws that line to say, this is why I'm not religious, this is why I'm spiritual? Um, I feel like religious has more to do like what I live on a daily basis. Everything that I experience on a daily basis is not religious. I'm more of a spiritual person. I feel like as long as I have that relationship with God, I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm dedicating my time to him. That's all I care about. I think God knows that, hey, every single day that I live is not going to be, you know, well, I'm supposed to be holy and sanctified. I'm supposed to be this. It's supposed to be that. He He knows that I'm I'm human. That's the way he created me. I'm going to be who I'm going to be, but I'm also going to be able to serve him and to do things that he has me to do. You know, to piggyback off of that, you know, the Bible tells us how how we were born into sin. And, you know, because we were born into sin, in other words, we were born into a world of sin. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like, you know, God doesn't expect us to be perfect. And I know that he doesn't expect us to be perfect yep. because he tells us that. Mm-hmm. I want you in your mess. I want you in the middle of you high. I want you while you're drunk. I want you while you're in the midst of your sin. That's your most vulnerable, vulnerable moment. And um, quick tangent, like when some people are like, oh, I don't want nobody talking to me while, I, while they high about Jesus. Talk to me while you high about Jesus because if the enemy's got you wrapped up in drugs yep. and you want to talk about Jesus, let's talk about Jesus. Okay. But I relate on the spiritual part because it's like everybody has their own relationship with Christ. Either your relationship is going to be a phenomenal relationship with mm-hmm. Christ or it's going to be a rocky relationship with Christ, but your relationship with him is your relationship with him. Yep. And the reason why I say that, um, the reason why I can agree with you on saying that not so much on the religious part is because sometimes, you know, the Bible can say things. It's like seafood, for example. I know mm-hmm. seafood is one of those things in the Bible that they talk about how there's certain things that, you know, they didn't eat. Right. And it's like, okay, well, we should be doing the same thing. I'm like, Hold on. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the Bible didn't say I go to hell for eating shrimp. Exactly. You know, slow down. Yep. Slow down. Mm-hmm. So I can feel that. But I also, some of the things in the Bible, I, t- I do try to obey and abide by on a religious standpoint, especially the commandments, you know, mm-hmm. things that God lets us know, like, hey, I don't play when it comes to this, that, and the third. Oh, you're going to yeah. serve me, you're going to serve me right. Mm-hmm. So... But Tish, tell us what you think about it. Okay, so um, now I would consider myself a uh, uh, a spiritual person, not a religious person. Um, So, as you know, growing up all my life, Christian, I went to church every Sunday. My life consisted of church. (laughs) Like, that's, that's what life was. And... After a while, I just, I just, when you, when you get around church folk and I like to describe, there's a, there's a difference between church folk or church people and Christians. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Church folks are them people that they go up in church. They don't do nothing but sit up and gossip about everybody. It's about who got 
the best clothes and all this the, the all the unnecessaries that have nothing to do with God. You know what I'm saying? And it just seemed like there was a point in time where that's all I saw. And so in my head, I'm like, well, if this is what being a Christian is about, then I don't want to be a Christian. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? And can I stop you? Mm-hmm. That's literally where we are in society right yeah, now. Yeah, And absolutely. people see Christian. And I even see on TV shows where they see Christian parents. Oh, you're going to go straight to hell. You yeah. know, you're, you're this or you're an abomination to God. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like being a Christian, that's not even how it is. Our parents would tell us, you know, I raised you the right way. I can't make you do anything in your life. I created the avenues for you. But as long as you're happy and you know where you stand with Christ and you have a relationship with God, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. So what we see on TV is falsifying. Like they do monsters and stuff. Like you remember that episode of uh, Halloween Town, Mm -hmm. the high school one, Mm -hmm. when they try to do the thing to show that um, people from Halloween Town weren't bad. Yeah. And they came and tried to make it look like, you know, they're these evil people. And they proved, you know, we're not evil. Mm -hmm. We dressed up in costumes. We were just like y'all. And it reminds me of Jesus. You know, Jesus went to the prostitutes. He went to the tax collectors. He went to the places where the other, mm, get it right. He went to the places (laughs) where the disciples weren't even comfortable going. Mm -hmm. And he still went and showed his face and became one amongst the people. And, you know, he stood out. And I feel like, you know... What they show on TV is a bad representation of what a Christian Absolutely. is. Absolutely. But go ahead. Absolutely. And um, just when it comes to Christianity or religion in general, I just feel like it's a whole... I'm not even going to say feel like. It's, it's kind of what it is. It's it's a regulated type thing. And it's just... We all worship God, right? But it's like when you involve religion into it, it's fixed. It's... It's regulated. You can't do this or you're going to hell. Or you can't do this or you're going to hell. Or this is bad. You but can't it's do the this. the truth, though. Yes. To me, a certain extent. And then it's Talk like it. with spirituality, it's more of um, It's an understanding that you know how they say you have free will. Mm-hmm. And you're, it's okay to mess up as long as... How can I explain it, Diz? Talk to me. I'm trying. No. Like, it's okay to mess up, but it's like, when it comes to religion, it's like, oh, you messed up. I'm going to I I feel like I know what you're talking about. You get what I'm I'm saying? You let me know if I'm wrong. It's like, when you look at it along the religion line, the religious part of what society has 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 created religion to be it's like oh if you mess up if you sin you're gonna go straight for example i watched this um documentary on netflix called the american gospel and at the beginning of it the whole entire thing pissed me off and i mean made me so mad i was texting a girl to tell me about it why did you have me watch this man but as i continued watching i learned why anyways at the beginning the guy was like he was walking to random people do you believe in god they're like yeah i love god it was like have you ever sinned before and they're like yeah he was like have you ever gotten drunk before and they're like yeah have you ever lied they're like yeah have do you curse it was like yeah he was like you're going to hell he said do you know that he said do you know that you're going to hell and the people just like it was like this god that you believed in says that if you sin if you do this that and the third you'll go to hell and i'm like wait 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 that ain't even what the bible and i i I didn't i didn't even 
care to even listen to what they had to say, but I kept watching it. And he was like, and they were just showing pieces in between. And it goes back to the guy showing them. And he's like, well, you know what? Because you believe in this God and because you have a relationship with God and you understand who he is. And the Bible says in John three sixteen that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And because you believe in God and you continue to repent for your sins, then he'll continue to be a forgiving God. So mm -hmm. you won't burn in hell for eternal life. Mm -hmm. So I thought I was like, dang. That's crazy, but go ahead. That's what your guy said. But y'all take the interpretation and you kind of humanize it or uh, make it of make it of the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I explain it? You might not want to record this. Say it and clean it up. <laughs> That's how I do. I just drop bombs and clean it up. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I, I, I I know what you're saying, and I can agree. It's, it's really hard to explain. It's oh, like, and it's like every day I kind of fight between religion and spirituality. It's you know like what I'm saying? Religion is what the and I and, and religion has my, scared all my me. listeners out there. Tell us, tell us, give us your insight because it's like for me, what what society has created religion to be. I don't want to be a part of that religion. Absolutely right. Because the Bible tells us that everybody's gonna have everybody has their own relationship with God. Right. That, you know, and that's, that's what I'm trying to get connection. To. Yes. And so you can't tell me how to how to live my life or, or everything that I you can't judge everything that I do. You know what I'm saying? Like because at the end of the day, my relationship with God, with God is my relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? I don't go to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think since I've stopped going to church. That's where my like my relationship has with God has been more like it, it's been more close than anything. You know Why what I'm saying? That? And I don't. Is it the people that was at your church that made you feel disconnected? Yeah, and it, it's kind of like I and I know like from my experiences in church, it's kind of like it's like Christian mm, folk y'all acting like somebody that y'all not. Yeah, I dropped an episode with a girl you know at my I'm job saying? named Erica, and we call and the episode was called. uh the episode is called, and it's still out now for those who are listening, um, Church Hurt. And she's a PK. And we and I, I was at work, and I Did let one of the girls at my job listen to the podcast. And she was in the truck like, oh, this is good. This is a word. Yeah. And I'm like, it's real because these are things that happen in church that turn people away from God. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it I makes remember. you not want to be religious. And it's like, you're telling me all these things. And it's like, and I go back to, you know, what I was saying before. Hey, I'm battling drugs. Well, I'm battling alcohol. Right. I'm battling sex. Can you right. help me? Oh, pray about it. Pray about it. And you find out later on that the person that you talked to was the person that also battled drugs. <laughs> yes. It's like, tell me how you yes. got through that situation. And it's almost like... And it's like, it makes me not even want to go to church because I'm not comfortable with these people. Mm -hmm. But thank God for my church as a family. You know, I don't mm -hmm. deal with things on that basis. But I can relate from visiting other people's church and watching my friends get shut out yeah. and turn from Christ. So that's why I try to live my life mm -hmm. the best way I can in Christ mm -hmm. so that people can see Christ before they see me. Yeah. I know it's like a kid, like being in church, it was kind of like, I was, I was manipulated more than anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was a choir kid. Like, I think I was honestly this, I, and I went to a small church, like family church. So I was the only kid half the time at church. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's kind of hard within itself. 
being at church with all these older people stuck in their ways. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so when we had kids come in, it was like, oh, I had to set the agenda. Set the example, and I'm only 11. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? What you mean? Right. And it, it was just crazy stuff. Like, I think everything that I've done was regulated by, like, by church. Like, oh, well, you can't do this because you got to be at church. But it's like I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not perfect. And the Bible, yeah, says yeah, you were born into world mm-hmm. sin. Yeah, everything I, I did. I'm gonna fall into temptation, and the Bible says that you mm-hmm. will fall. Because you're not perfect, but because you have Jesus, he paid mm-hmm. the way. And once I got older, I think I officially, like, stopped going to my, per- like, my family church when I was, like, 16. And, like, even then, like, if I go back to, to my family church now, besides my family and just, you know, the other members there, they look at me like I'm crazy. And it shouldn't even be like that. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I left in the first place. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, ugh, it's... It was a lot. It was a lot. That's- it was a lot. And once I and, w- and now I'm at a point in life where it's like I fail and I get back up again. You know ah, what I'm saying? Yeah, bye, bye, bye. He's so stupid. I fell and I got back up again. Yeah, you fall and you get back. You learn from your mistakes without that person in the back of your head. You know that person over your shoulder. Well, you know you shouldn't have did this. Um, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I know I shouldn't have done it. I know I. It's like everything that was instilled with me, instilled in me about God, mm-hmm. instilled in me. So I don't need you to continue to remind me right. that I can't do it. And I'm not saying that reminder isn't isn't bad, but these people aren't just reminding you; they're condemning you. Absolutely. And it's like you can critique me and not condemn me. Right. You telling me straight into my face, I'm going to hell. I know that, but I don't need to hear that from you. But tell me how I can stop. Absolutely. Help me to be a better me. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And in prayer. Like, that's not, like, I'm not saying that's not the answer because it, it definitely is. As long as, like, you pray about something. But in you, a world of sin, like the Bible says, yeah. you need people that's going to hold you accountable. Yes. I don't need you to just yes. keep telling me that you're praying for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to tell me to pray. Thank I need you. you to help hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. And, like, my, for instance, like, my mom. So, like, growing up, my mom, she wasn't, she wasn't in church. No, none of that. It wasn't until I left church that she started getting into church. And so I can come to my mom now and be like, you know, mom, this is what I got going on. I need somebody, you know, I don't know what to do. I need you to help me. And it's always the number one answer is, oh, well, just pray about it. That's not advice. I know to pray about it. You know what I'm saying? Like feed my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what that's, I need that's, sometimes. That's when church comes And it's almost like y'all don't even know what part. to say anymore because y'all are so unsure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think that it's just that's really turned me away mostly in how some church folk act. That that's been my my pastor once said in church. He said sometimes you have to speak to yourself and ask yourself, do you do I want to please my spirit? Or feed my flesh. Mm-hmm. And that stuck with me. And every time I get myself in a situation where I know I'm about to do some sinful things, I say, am I going to feed my spirit or please my flesh? I said that backwards the first time. But that's what I kept asking myself. And I'm like, I want to please my spirit. 
And I want to please God. I want God to be happy for me. But and the I, flesh is something that can it, eat you, battle you up yes. every day. It can eat you up, spit you out. But if, if you yes. believe in the Bible, the Bible talks about how God is before you and he is with you. So before, mm-hmm. when I step out of my room door, God's already stepped out mm-hmm. ahead of me and cleared every demon. The devil's already been slayed. It's up to me if I'm going to turn and not focus on God and step off of the will of God. I see the will of God as a sidewalk. Not that small, but in general speaking, I see it as a sidewalk. You know, sometimes you find yourself walking into the grass or you find yourself slipping off mm-hmm. and you're falling into temptation. And it's like, you know, sometimes you got to catch yourself and like, okay, if I stay in this path of righteousness and follow God, you know, it's going to work out for me. And God's going to, he's going to protect me. He's mm-hmm. going to be my protection. But it's like when you live in a world of sin with nothing but sin all around you, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard because the enemy was once an angel. Absolutely. You know, and you know, when you pray to God, he hears you. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Bible talks about how speaking in tongues is so powerful. But everybody doesn't have the gift of speaking in tongues. Not everybody can speak in tongues. So it's like if you don't know how to speak in tongues, it's like I'm the devil's listening to everything. To everything. But the Bible also talks about when two or more gathered, that he will be in the midst. And when two Christians, not even Christians, but when two people come together in prayer to speak to God, the enemy doesn't even stand a chance. Not even ounce, because now you got four feet that got Tim's on, so you really trying to get stumped. So, you know, it's kind of hard, and it's like, we beat ourselves up daily, and the Bible talks about don't beat yourself up, don't be hard on yourself, put your trust in God. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not perfect. We'll make a thousand mistakes. Look at the disciples. They were definitely not perfect. By Mm -hmm. no means. By no means. But at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, they had faith in God. They had faith in their follower. They were following Jesus. Mm-hmm. And because they was following Jesus, it was protection all around them. Not only were they protecting Jesus, but Jesus was protecting them. Right. At all costs. And so, see, you know, I look at it, I look at it that way, and I hate to be so church about it because I wasn't always <clears> like this. <throat> and I said to myself, when I was younger, I used to be like, I don't understand why people speak so highly on this God they don't know. Is God even real? Yeah. But it's like reading a book. Mm-hmm. You know, when a lot of people read the Bible, they always put my or me or I. And we fail to understand as Christians, and this is where Christianity in society falls, is that the Bible's not about us. The Bible's all about God. Every story in the Bible is about God and mm-hmm. how God did it and how God came into this person's life or how this person found God or how this person trusted God. And we start to put ourselves in situations in the Bible and start to get upset when it don't work the same way as the situations in the Bible did. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's amazing to, to have put all my faith in God because that's what it's inspired this podcast. You know, after everything I went through last year and being at a breaking point of literally wanting to give up and doing these YouTube channels and when COVID-19 hit and God's like, stop that. The YouTube channels aren't for you and you're not doing that for me. And he's like, take a minute. And one of my friends mentioned a podcast and I prayed about it and talks with dance came about. And I said, well, if I want to do a podcast, I want to do something that's going to solely honor God. Absolutely. Because God's got me through everything to a breaking point where I remember being in my dorm room and COVID-19 <laughs> hit because they had moved us on campus. And I'm in there crying and because I, I feel like I'm so sheltered. I'm like, God, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. And it's like, you brought me through so much. And it's like, here I am today. And God is what got me through. So when I speak about it, I like to share with people, you know, what I did and the things that he brought me through and how I follow. Because the walk ain't been easy. Mm-hmm. I sin every day. 
because I'm not perfect. Right. You know, I curse. Hey, you know, I, 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 I catch all? a temper. You know, but, Absolutely. you know, like the Bible says that God made us in his image. And I'm not saying that God cusses, but, you know, I get mad. You know, the Bible talks about how Jesus walked in the tabernacle and was flipping tables. You know, he made me in his image. You know, don't, don't, don't go talking crazy now. Oh, he is. Because I am a product God. of the Father. You feel what I'm saying? But go ahead. No, but um, I I definitely wanted to piggyback off um something you said earlier, um, I think when it comes to people in their spiritual walk with God, it's like you you have to understand that you do not have to be perfect. You don't. No one ever said you had to be perfect, but no God wants you the to. Bible you say that. absolutely, but god doesn't want somebody first of all he doesn't want anybody who has it all together he doesn't he absolutely to not absolutely not he wants he wants somebody that literally don't have it all together because that that that's where the testimony comes from if I have it all together, I don't have a testimony he he's not pulling me out of anything he's not pulling me you out get of what anything. I'm saying so it's like the concept is is to not be it's the testimonies that create and you have to understand that for instance I've been in uh, the biggest funk for for a minute now you know what I'm saying financially mentally you know what I'm saying like that's where I've been but it's like you have to understand that also it's all it's all in the test and it's it's only temporary it's to help build it's to help build you and it's like, I always hear people say, well, I want this and I want to do this. This is my vision. But literally you're sitting at, at you're sitting at, at ground A and you're not letting God build you so that you can get to B. You know what I'm saying? You, he doesn't want anybody perfect, but. I tell my friends this all the time. They, they always tell me, you always bring everything back to God. And I'm like, I want people to come to me when they high. I want people to come to me when you're drunk. I want the crackheads to come up to me <laughs> yeah. and tell me that they want to know about Jesus. And I'm like, like nah, I'm not talking to them because I don't want that spirit to jump up on me, jump off on me. That's the dumbest thing and you can say. Your and prob- that's the problem. You. That's the problem. And you're not using that gift. Exactly. Why can't you take your testimony, right? And you could, you could be, it could, it could be anybody. anybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody deal with similar issues every day and if i've overcome them i don't care what you got going first of all my cousin not to put her business up but she she's on drugs <laughs> or whatnot and you like it's like you i know what you do mm-hmm. i'm not going to judge you you know what i'm saying but i want i still want to talk to you about god you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like Understand, like, whatever is going on, you can overcome that. You yes. know what I'm saying? I'm not, it's like, I'm not, I'm like, not talking no, about it. It's like, that's crazy. But it's like, you're not, you're not hearing me. For somebody to be in the midst of their sin where the enemy has a noose around their neck and they come into you and speaking words about God out of their mouth to ask you questions. You, have no, like, why you better speak you better to this soul to them. Yes. because you might have the word that'll break the chain that's holding them back. You might see that person... Another at another point in time, and they back me. And they're like, "Thank you." I remember when you said so and so to me when I was out here on the great stops asking you for two dollars. I want to say thank you for blessing me 
with those words. And we don't think about it like that. We look at it on the pedestal. Oh, I'm trying to get to the top. Oh, I just got verified on Instagram. I'm the best. Thank God. Like, wait a minute. Why are you giving glory That's to God for something that man made? That's not, the, it's not your purpose. You know, no, no shade. Like, that's great and all. I commend you for that because that's a milestone for many people. It's an accomplishment. But, you know, don't title my God with fleshly desires. Yeah. Mm. But we thank God for all accomplishments because the Bible does say that all good things come from above. You also have to know, too, same way you praise him when you got it. You got to praise him when you don't. That's that's the main time. You know what I'm saying? Praise him when you don't. I could literally be at my lowest. But I still say thank you, God. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I could be worse. I had a low point when I first got the, when I first got into this position that I got at work now. Mm-hmm. My car started giving problems and I couldn't afford it. But when the money started rolling in, I could. My car broke down on me. Like, the battery terminal, the positive terminal literally broke. Mm-hmm. Couldn't start. Called my best friend. He picked me up. I'm so mad. I'm walking. And I, I'm getting angry. And I'm getting angry. And I just say to myself, I said, you know what, saying? What you're trying to do is, and I'm literally walking. Like, I'm so mad. I left my car at FedEx and I'm walking to wherever. Because I, I knew that my best friend was coming on that road somewhere. So I was just going to walk to our song. And I'm just talking. And I'm like, see, the enemy, I was like, see, you thought you had me. See, you, you want me to cry. You want me to give up right now. I said, but see, what you fail to understand is that I have faith now. Literally, I'm standing this self like somebody would be driving there. I was crazy <laughs> talking to myself on the side of the road walking. <laughs> and it just, I instantly started to feel better when I got in the car. My best friend started laughing. I just busted out laughing. He said, man, what happened? I said, bro, the enemy tried me. That's all I can say. Yeah. And, it, and, and it's, it's crazy because sometimes, you know, we fall into that temptation and we're just like, you know what, devil, you know what, you had the best of me. I can't do this. I can't. This ain't for me. I got to give up. And you could be giving up and your, break, your breakthrough is that next step. And you mm-hmm. don't even know because you went and turned around. Mm-hmm. It's just like we were talking about earlier, settling. Settling. Don't ever let nobody or anything, don't ever let the devil try to force you to settle. Sometimes we delay our own blessing. Absolutely. I had an episode about that. Sometimes God gives us opportunities and we're like, oh, I'm going to wait on it. I'm going to wait on it. I'm going to wait on it. And you're delaying blessings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we don't even look at the blessings that we get. Sometimes there are points that we didn't have a job. And we're praying that God would give us a job. But it's that sense of entitlement nowhere. with people, too. You know what I'm saying? The entitlement of just... It's a start somewhere. Yeah. People don't see that. Very entitled. People so entitled. They're so entitled to what society says, and it's like we battle. Like, am I? I wanna. I wanna do this, but I also wanna do this. I wanna serve God, but I also wanna be hot. You know. Yeah. You can't be lukewarm. You see, you hot or you cold. And sometimes we're like, God will bless us with all these opportunities. You be driving. McDonald's is hired. Oh, I ain't working there. Uh-uh. Yeah. You, you, know, you don't have a job. You can't put gas in your car. And I tell my friends all the time, if I lost my job right now and I needed a job, I'm not too good to work at McDonald's. I'm not too good to be a janitor. I promise you. Yes. I mean, if, if I'm in low points and God's blessing me with an mm-hmm. opportunity to get my foot in the door to bring some type of income, I'm going to take it. 
Absolutely. But you are, and a lot of people like, well, you also got to know your worth. You also got to know your worth. But if you've been praying on something and all these jobs that you was applying to, you wasn't getting and you got this one job, something is a sign. It's a good thing that you even got a response. And as the Bible says that all good things come from above, if it's a good thing, then it came from God. Right. And that's how you got to look at it. You know, even if you apply for this job that you think you're going to get and you prepare for it and God gave you signs and you don't even get it and you're like, God, this was my opportunity. No, it was that your opportunity you me. thought that you had. That wasn't mine. That wasn't the opportunity I had for you. That was the opportunity you created for yourself. And then we're saying here God places you in a, another position. I prayed to God that I would be financially stable after going through all the jobs that I went through from, um, talk, from Wet n Wild to... Jimmy John's, and here I am at a job that has me financially secured. And it's like, this is what I pray for. I have no chance but to serve God. I don't have a chance but to, I don't have a chance. What am I trying to say? I don't have, I don't have a choice but to have a platform to serve to God, to share what he's done for me. Mm -hmm. But you got to be faithful and you got to, bro, you got to be able, you got to stick it out in your storms. That's all what it is. Literally. And overcome them. It's been hard. It's a walk. It's, it's a walk of life, man. <laughs> it's your whole spiritual walk. And you know what's crazy? When I first met you, I thought you, and not saying that you aren't, but you gave me, when I first met you, I saw God before I saw you. Are you serious? You was, uh, <laughs> I, I saw you as like this. You was a Christian. You was like my Christian dog at Wedding Well. <laughs> It's like when I was around you, it was always something about God. Something, yeah. And it was like you gave that presence. And even if you thought that you may not have been walking in that, mm -hmm. even to this day when I see you, I still see God in you. So it's like I don't see the stories that you tell me. And I'm just like, that ain't the tish. I can't believe that. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of the same thing with you, honestly. I definitely got to talk more and discuss, you know? Absolutely. We do, bro. Because it's amazing. It's so amazing. Mm. So, are you religious or spiritual? I'm, I'm spiritual. Why are you spiritual? Why do you choose spirituality over religion? Let's get back to that topic. I wouldn't say... Spirituality kind of... <clears throat> I don't know. kind of helps me... So, you ever heard of, like, chakras and stuff? So, like, it kind of helps you with, you build yourself from the ground up, mm -hmm. which helps you with your relationship. Say that word again. You build yourself. What did you call it? Shock what? Chakra. Chakra. And you build yourself so that you can, <clears throat> your, your relationship with God is more, you know what I'm saying, what it needs to be. So it kind of like, you know, dealing with yourself, it's kind of like you have to, first of all, you have to accept the things that, that's another job. I'm just like, <laughs> I feel what you mean. Yeah, I can't, I have to talk to you. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yes. 
and I, and I feel that, and that's that's where I got like surface speak for now. At first, I was so worried about trying to be this person that I wasn't, and then yeah. I had to figure out when I looked in that mirror every day who I saw mm -hmm. and what I was gonna change about myself. Mm -hmm. And not to bring it back to God, but I then I had to figure out to myself how can I give myself to God and live a life of Christ. That's what I'm saying. While also accepting who I am as a person in everything that I've done, because it's one of the craziest things. Because now that you walk in this walk and you try to be nice and be like, I'm around my friends. I'm like, stop cussing, stop cussing. And they're like, oh my bad, my bad. And they be get better at it, but it's like I used to be that person that was cussing. And it's like I used to, I used to be, I used to be a hothead. You know, I used to talk. I'm a, I used to talk, you know me. I used to talk my shit, it went well. Like, I would, I'm, I, I did too. Excuse my language, but for real. I used to. And some people still look at me for that way. And it's like, I'm not that person no more. Mm -hmm. And you know, like your family said, well, you know, you used to, and, and that's, that's that battle that I'm currently battling now, but that triggered my spirituality and was like, okay, I live this lifestyle that people remember me of, and it's like people don't expect you to change. Mm-hmm. And it comes from things that you were battling, you know what I'm saying? So. I'm definitely more... In terms of society-wise, I'm definitely on the spiritual side. Like, as far as with the Bible speaks, don't do this, don't do that. There are things that I'm working on for myself not to do so I can be fully in. But it's like also being of the world and knowing that there's temptations. I know that I mess up. Yeah. So, but I, as far as relationship and connection with God, it's all there. Religion versus spirituality. Or well, are you religious or spiritual? <laughs> you asked me that one more time. That's the, is that the name? That's what you said, right? Religious? Or spiritual. Or spiritual. That's it. We out? We out.